the city of angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Greetings, Los Angeles. Welcome to episode 230 of the Heart of LAFC podcast. Yeah, we're here. It happened again. But we're here in the house making it happen, talking to you guys, getting through what we just went through, trying to explain things further and provide our own take on the nonsense we've all been dealing with. So to do that, I need my buddies with me here. Let's welcome back Bam and Tony into the mix. Bam, how you doing? I never thought that after surgery would be as painful as watching that game. Yeah, right. The worst is the fall spear shower. Yeah. Three yeah, of them. The, that one, man. Just saying. Seeing that goal made me jump up, which I shouldn't have done, which made me have more pain. And then having it taken away, just it hurt. It hurt more than, than you think. I, dude, I can only imagine. I can't imagine. That, that's brutal, man. Like, seriously. Uh, but again, again, the passion has to win out. So I'm not, I'm not remotely surprised you did it, man. <laughs> uh, but you're here. I oh, know. You made it. <laughs> I'll so do it Tony, again. How are you doing tonight, man? Get you into the combo here. <laughs> doing pretty well. Um, best I can. Um, shout out uh Wolf uh, LAFC Wolf for keeping my spirits once after the game because I was just in a zone, but he kept me in the good spirits to continue on. But it's just rewatching those highlights, it was just it was like going to the dentons getting a tooth like drilled. It was just horrendous. But Long season, as much as I hate losing to them, we're still, as Wolf says, number two in support in the, the Shield race and one in the West. So let's keep some positivity in this thing going. <laughs> yeah, in the long run, the damage is minimal, but in the short term, it's it's brutal, you know. Um, and on the moral side of things, to be real, I think this is going to haunt them more than anything else, right? Because they didn't get it honest. They might think they did something, but they didn't get it honest. Now, now it it comes out, right? I mean, we saw the videos. We saw Pro making fools of themselves. Now apparently reading minds on their replays. Um, trying to explain away the favor that they've always given that same team since day one, right? It's always been the same nonsense. Look at the Portland game before they came to us with a bogus red card. This is what happens with that team. They've been treated with kid gloves from day one. Here we go again. Nobody's surprised by this. And if you are, you got your lesson this week. Uh, when you deal with them, this is what to expect. Uh, that team, let's be honest, makes the league feel more like sports entertainment than sport. That's the way I feel about them. I always have. Their success is, is a hindrance to the league, not a gain because of the process. And so here we go again. It's questionable, isn't it always? Uh, but the quagmire that is Carson continues. And so we'll have to find a way, get better, basically destroy them. Uh, I think that's the only way that you're going to beat them is you got to win by a couple. Just like when we, we won in the playoffs, it had to be by two. Because if it was any closer, there would be a reason. Two ends it. And so I guess that is how you have to beat them. It's, you have to just destroy them. Uh, because you're not going to get it honest. You're not going to get it straight. It's going to be this nonsense every time. Is it? Is it 
sad? Is it ang- does it make you angry? Yeah, of course it does. But there's other ways, right? There's ways to do things. And so today, you know, we're going to talk about it. Bam put some work in to actually uh, give you guys a couple of highlights to show examples of, of the farce that is this rivalry at this point because of officiating, because of selective VAR, or VAR uses a weapon. Um, yeah, this is where we're at. Uh, so, you know, we don't mind taking the scab off again to reveal what we need to reveal. And then we'll go from there and we'll build and get ready for Kansas City, get ready for the Open Cup. Thank God that's coming and it's back after two years. Um, And keep doing what we do because you can't job us every game. You can't hold this team down. They're too good. And yeah, once in a while you have to play those fools. But we're going to get better the next time we play them. We're going to have better players available the next time we're going to play them. Now we're angry. One thing is to be a rival, right? I don't like those guys. But now it's a mission. So fine, cool, great. If you think it's going to keep us quiet, good try with that. It's going to be that much louder. So there we are. Um, And so beyond taking it further than that, let's get into the mix. Uh, Lineups, Bam, who the heck was out there to start this bad boy off? Oh, for us, we had Maxine Goals, Placer, Murillo, Fall, and Hollingheads in defense. Sifu, Ilya, and Acosta in mid, and Opoku, Bella, B-Rod out up front. For them, they had Bond in goals, Snake, Williams, Colbury, and Areo in defense. Ravens, Lonzo, Letterman, Grancer, Barquez, Alvarez in mid, and Hernandez up front. No shock to the lineup, right? And it being Vasquez holding the mid middle position. Um, with, I, I think we called that already. So... You know, we saw what they had. We saw what we had. Um, Apoku was the story, right? Getting the start in this one over over Chicho. But I'll be real. I think he earned it. Um, I don't have any question about that. It was the right move in the beginning. The, the lineup was right. I don't think anybody can disagree with the lineup that was put in at the moment. Uh, the gameplay, though, was another story. And uh, the approach was different. You know, we were expecting our guys to come out firing ready to go they're ready for this thing and instead it once again it came out choppy yes we were producing some chances yes we were pushing in but we looked really disorganized we were hurting a lot of things the midfield was getting outplayed at times outrun at times um yeah choppy messy not the standard lafc football that we are used to uh bam was that what kind of what you were seeing as well from the early stages uh, to me I would have liked us to come out how Carson came out. That's what I was thought we would do. That's what I was hoping we would do. But instead, we came out like the timid little brother. That's put it nicely. We came out as a with a little brother. We've we can't go too hard because we're going to get hurt. And that's what happened. Really, really odd. Yeah. Uh, again, in their heads and. The tough part is we've brought in new soldiers here. We've brought in men to, to to handle this, right? And even they didn't look the part. None of them. It just something wasn't right. There was something missing. So uh, let's talk about some highlights. Explain it further. A rough substitution early. Tony, take it away, man. No, actually, rough substitution, and then we could have gone on the board in the first like minute with a. Uh... Sifu with a nice bang bang play and just, just couldn't get a top of the ball. So it, it looked promising. Um, 
I wish they came out as we came out as the 3252 because we came out strong and they came out weak and they came out weak with also their Tifa. I didn't know what that was, but whatever. I didn't even know they had a Tifa. That was the funny part. It was like, what? They had a Tifa? <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> just to lighten up the mood. So in like the 11th minute, we get B-Rod ends up getting hurt. And it's a very scary moment, but this is actually where I kind of question the substitution. Ishmael, I do like the player, and he is a perfect fit for what our depth is. But he plays similar to Vela, same foot, same style and everything. I think Chicho would have been the best fit. But again, I don't know what's going on with Chicho, if he's 100% not full or what needs to be, because... In training, we saw him. He was doing okay, but it looked like also there's something mentally-wise because he was missing some, like, easy goals at practice when I, when I saw it. The onset yeah, I was there too. <laughs> yeah, you, you saw. Yeah, as you said. Yeah. yeah. It was almost like he was rehabbing something. He, he definitely fit into the practice squad, right? The guy who's mm-hmm. stuck wearing the vests. And you're like, mm. um, No, he, was, he wasn't – he didn't look fully into being himself. In training, um, which kind of explains the situation. To Dr- Shradi, on the other hand, seemed a little more dialed in even in the day before. So mm-hmm. I think that's where we're where it was at is who's ready, who looks the most ready. That's the way he went. Now, m- my take on this thing, of course, is Vela always the best in the middle, or is he better on the right, isolating Raheem? Right? Like I would have thought they were gonna throw him out on the right. You know, that would make sense and bring in Chicho. It didn't. Also, we also mentioned that, you know, who do you who do you trust in a in a fight? It's going to be Chicho, right? Like you would think he'd be in a grinder. And this was turning into a little bit of a grinder. Um, the hard nose stuff could have helped, but it didn't. Instead, he went with Tajiri Shradi. The thought is, of course, yes, he looked in better form in training. He did. The other thought is the guy has played in an MLS Cup. Right. The guy has some experience in tough games and it has performed in tough games. And I think maybe the mindset was he's been there. That that easy. He's been there. He's done it. He's been in situations. And I think we can all agree the guy we thought was going to be the weak link with, with them was their left back. Right. Raheem. Mm-hmm. That was the thought. Is this the guy you want to go after? He's a card machine. Maybe we'll get a card on, on him early. We'll bring a guy in that can throw some speed at him vary things a bit make it a little tough for them did it work not so much uh what happens next tony so in the 13th minute there's a a beautiful i don't want to say because it was a good pass but it was also very sleepy defense on our end just slotted into the into the back post and fall was i don't i think he was kind of lost on the play as well and so was i think crepo came out and wasn't expecting pretty much Chicharito to be Chicharito as I've seen him his whole career is just get these plays out of nowhere where he just heads the ball and somehow just gets in the back of the net and he just heads it down and just bang one zero. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a textbook Chicharito goal. Like the best one to say it is like, I remember one goal from him where he literally falls, misses the ball and somehow the ball just heads, comes back, hits him in the head and just goes in. And he wasn't meant to be do anything. Couple things on the play where, where my head's at is we witnessed our first mistake from our goalkeeper. This was his first one where he was caught in between two worlds. You have two decisions on, a, on, on that situation. One, you go after him, right? Get in his face, 
you try to make a punch you try to do something right or you fall it back for the low header which is exactly what chicharito did right you head towards the line and let it bounce in right standard pop um he was in between both and said he was jumping in between both kind of like the starfish thing he looked off Part of me feels it's probably because nobody tracked him back there. And he's like, what the hell is this guy doing back here all alone? Right. It's kind of shocking and jarring that in a game this tight with a guy known for what he does, that he could be all alone like that. And so he was stuck in two worlds and we suffer again, playing lazy in the back, playing casual, uh, the service itself wasn't contested well enough. And a Hollings head was on that side. We're now learning the hard way that a player that's played his whole career on the left side, now that you've got him, what, five games in on that side or so, that's his entire career playing that position pretty much in MLS. Congratulations, right? You have mm -hmm. moments, and we had a moment from him. Not only one, but another. So tough case. Guys not tracking back where they need to. Midfield really not doing it either because if you have a guy overlapping who's going to come back and cover, right, It, it again, assignments weren't covered left alone we got burned simple right bam not much more to it that's simple word it was no one was tracking they got free scored the goal that's how the sport is played nothing bigger all right tony what happens next man uh, we do have another chance this is where we can kind of break it down into uh the uh var we won't talk about this that we won't say this is VAR, but won't be VAR. There's a cross in for Vela, and Vela heads it in on a free kick. Mind you, it's kind of hard to be offsides on a free kick, so I don't know where this quote-unquote offsides were. They seem pretty on because if you look at it pretty closely, there's a shoulder. It's very indecisive to call it back. So, so This is it. what gets me pissed. Pissed. The way VAR works these days, if there's a player that's close, you let it run out. That's how it works. That's how it's supposed to be. We see it game in and game out. But all of a sudden, this time, this moment, quick with the flag, quick with the whistle. The ref could have ignored the flag and let it just play itself out. Check in on the earpiece. Where are we at? What do you see? Right? Instead, quick with the whistle, move on doesn't need to be reviewed because it has to be clear and obvious. And I don't know what's more clear and obvious than even. Even is obvious, right, Pam? It is, but not that, though. My understanding was when in doubt, attackers get – it goes to the attacking side. Used the to attackers be. Used to be. It used to be um, play off the attack. Okay, let's check it. Can't see anything that says that the attacker was offside. It stands. When in doubt, attacking team gets the benefit of the doubt. That's how I understood it. Yeah, tight plays, flag stays down. Right? You have a whole team upstairs taking care of that. They see it, it doesn't look right. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna signal it. Not gonna ignore it. Now, bam, I we'll talk about it later. But in Australia, when they go to when they go to VAR, they have to actually have it mic the whole time, don't they? Yep, yep. Well, no, that though, um, there's actually a video of one of our refs last game in Australia, they marked him for the whole game and they actually played the whole game on. I'll find the clip and I'll post it up, but you hear him 
on the field talking to the touch judge and like, how was that? Was that okay? What do you think? Should we have a chat? All that kind of stuff. It's, I'd love for the MLS Pro, the pro referees, to come out after every game and go, here's the audio from the game. Here's the whole audio. So that way fans right. can go back and go, hey, let's have a listen. Oh, I don't think this part, listen to that. Oh, yep, yeah, he's explained it. I understand. Plain and simple. Not just a fraction of the game. Release the whole game audio. Yeah, it just seems so conveniently selective in this league. Somebody covering for somebody, right? And, of course, the way it is is if you make the call, then it has to be clear and obvious to even take a look at it, which is so weird to me. Dude, right? It's assisting the referee. That's the point of it. Yeah, VAR, virtual virtual assistant referee, VAR, virtual assistant referee. It's in its freaking name. Yeah, simple. But simple if you're wearing white. We'll talk about that later. So, uh, Tony, what happens next, my friend? Well, then that kind of changes the mood. We are still attacking, but um, it kind of knocks the wind out of us because pretty much in the 31st minute, um, Sega... Has an has another nice goal again. It's um, more of lost in the defense and people not marking. Um, this one's actually on Morelio again, and just picks it up two zero up into the half. So it it just I feel like this defense. What we were back to last year's defense where we were just lost, didn't have any any leadership back there it was just like they were just at this moment i think scared of the moment and it's just we didn't show up it's just like we were starting slow and it's a halftime we needed to change a lot of things a lot has to be asked of mario once again the last time he was there it was a horror show right this seems to be a thing with him maybe he's not built for it gotta be real about these things and they got to rely on a kid to anchor everybody. Mario has to be the leader, and he was not the leader. Uh, I know there are conversations about Palacios, but if you watch the play, it seems like they actually had him go on the other side for the moment. It was really strange the way they shifted the back line for that certain play. I don't know, it was weird. It was weird to me. And then if you have guys shifting over into those positions, usually your mid's supposed to pop back when guys when guys overlap. I mean. This guy's a center back, right? Coming all the way up and nobody, nobody watches him. Nobody tracks him. Nobody cares enough to follow. And it was agonizingly slow to the back post. Everyone saw the goal before it happened. This was painful to watch. Uh, and and here we go. But of course, I know we'll go back to that goal because it won one is a different story. But here we are, right? Two nothing. This is the world you're in. This is it right now. Um, what else happens, Tony? Um, there's a yellow card again, like I said, at the 37th minute. Like, and then I believe there's, <laughs> if I remember right, like, like I just watched the highlights, but it was just like I had, it was like literally like watching a horror movie, like just watching it with like one eye creeping because it was just so horrendous. I think we had another opportunity and just called back again. Oh, it was yes, I remember it was the Vela offsides, but this one was actually legitly offside, but it was a quick offside. It wasn't played through, and that was the thing. It was. The referee, if if we if hindsight was 2020, 
and we could see what was going on. We could see that this ref was going to call everything and we were going to have the ending that we were going to have if everything was leading up because it was very selective offsides, very weren't letting things play through and like everything like that. So it just seemed like the quick whistles were only on one side. Exactly. <laughs> it's just really strange. Um, there was one other play. Uh, the Hollings said going up for the header and it gets contested by Raheem Edwards. Did I see it or am I imagining things? But did he make contact with Hollings' head when he went up from behind and made no attempt at the ball? I, imagining things? I, I don't think you are, to be honest. I know Raheem, for some reason, Raheem had it out for us, even though we, like, there yeah. were some, there was, there were some, but it's just, I feel like he, I think it's, I don't know. Like I said, like he was always fighting with everybody, even us at the, at the end of the run season. So I don't even know. He wasn't a good fit. Yeah. Let's just be honest. He didn't have a role. So he moved everywhere. It was utility. That's the truth of it with him. I'm happy he's gone. I'm still happy he's gone. I'm fine with it. It's cool. Obviously the heart wasn't there for us. Good. Move on. We don't need him. Whatevs. The play that I thought I saw was him making contact in the box on our player going for a header that affected the ability to take the header, mm -hmm. which last time I checked is a foul. Bam, is it a foul to take a guy out of a header? Just a thought. If your name's Raheem Snakes Edwards, no. If your name's number two four, Kellen Acosta, Carlos Vela, Cifuentes, Yes. So if you wear black, that's a foul. If you wear white, not even a review. Mm -mm. Okay. Yeah, I, I thought I was imagining things, but I guess I guess there was something else that a ref should have probably at least went to the earpiece on, right? Just just a little bit. And it could have been public, but it wasn't. So there we go. Uh, match continues. You get to halftime, Tony. I know there was some other cagey stuff in the first half, but forget it. We've we've heard enough. Uh, second half breaks down, my friend. What happens? So nothing really. It's like mostly like substitution. We finally see uh, Costa for the first time in this in this rivalry again. Uh, we don't know which Costa they're going to get. It's still early in the season, so he's still healthy. <laughs> um, and like, but the most important part is we get uh, Cristiano. Uh, I wish I Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, <laughs> Chicho, Chicho in the 66th minute and the 67th we get blessing in for Cifuentes uh, and Opoku. And I believe like with Chicho on the on the field, it was a little bit easier to get things moving forward and stuff like that. So and blessing, yeah, and blessing. And it blessing. Did, yeah, it did help a lot. There was a little bit more. They knew what they knew what this rivalry meant for us, what it meant for LA, what it meant as in LA, LA, not Carson, LA. Um, and they knew they they stepped up in the moment, and it pretty much showed up until the 79th goal. Like you saw it, like good cross didn't it was any uh, Vela tries to get it in, wasn't able to, but Chicho's right then there, puts it away, and we go up and we go we get one goal back for for two one. Grinder goal, but grinder goals work for me in these matches. Um, I will say this there was a good adjustment in the second half. The approach was very different, especially from our mid, from everybody. They're contesting things differently. It's a different LAFC side in the second half. It's the one we were kind of more familiar with, right? And then the subs just kind of solidified that. 
And it's funny, Costa comes in for him and they drop off, right? Supposed to be their big star. And I felt a drop off after he came in. He wasn't quite doing what they needed. But our guys came in and there was a boost. There was no misses on those substitutions. It was all perfectly done. Um, so while the first half was was not cool, second half was right. I do agree with everybody. It took way too long to see Chicho come into the game, though. Uh, I will not disagree with you guys at all on that. I agree with you on that. It took too long. We needed some hungry guys in there to change something. Just the spirit wasn't correct. Bam, your take on that? The second half, to me, felt like we actually showed up. We played how we were all expecting to play from the get-go. Um, don't know what Dollar said in the change rooms, but he should have said that beginning of the game, plain and simple. Right. Now, you, you have to wonder if it was a what the hell was that moment, right? In the locker room, like, what the hell did we just walk ourselves into? And we've put ourselves here. It was probably time to move on, right? Like, let's do something. Let's be us again. And they did find their identity. Um, yeah, I, I do give them that. So, Tony, after the first goal, what comes next? Just a lot of playing on the field, playing dead, as most matches goes with these. It's just like, moving forward and then we get an eight minute extra time which i was like how much extra time we're gonna get and it was like i look at the score i'm like eight minutes i was like holy crap like we may still have a shot on this like i didn't give up hope we can pull back one back but uh, let's let's just get into it the goal that they decide to talk about it and this is why we could say you make the call because it was literally whoever was on the field had to make the call and this, so we don't have to describe this goal. We Everyone's probably seen it. We've seen it 20 million times on social medias, on YouTube, on everything. The call, as they say, the call is back as a defender. Everyone who's played soccer, anyone who's done any defensive anything in the box, even in the five yard box, you make a play no matter what. That's your intent to stop the ball from moving. I don't, I don't, I don't see you not doing anything unless you're not looking at the ball. You don't make a play. Hundred percent, I understand that. But Depoy or whatever his name is, you see him looking. You see him move his body. You see his also his arm move in a direction that shouldn't be in an unmatched. So if he hits his hand, it's a handball. It was not offsides. It took. <laughs> Pro had to put this out to quote unquote either get the flames out to explain what happened. Even mic'd it up, which I don't think I've ever seen ever in a goal before of any game. Like this is usually of like their YouTube was like, was it a penalty or was was this a foul? Was this offsides or anything? I've only seen that, but I've never seen just one video on this. Again, we. It, this decided a game for a tie, but it didn't. It, but th this was our like hail mary that we needed, and it was again we deserved the loss because the way we played it in the sec in the first half, and this is what got us into it. But it, this was stolen, I believe. You deserve what you put in the net. We put in three. Right, simple. You produced enough goals to win. We had seventeen shots, so there are nine. But they only had two on target. We had seven. We dominated the game nearly 60% possession because of that second half. We deserve the result because we scored three goals. 
because MLS decides otherwise, you can't put that on the coach or the team. That's outside of our hands. We can't control mm -hmm. that. What yeah. we could control, we got the job done. Yes, the first half was terrible. We had to make up for a terrible first half. But they did. That's the thing. They did. We saw it. It was glorious what the boys did to get through it. It wasn't always pretty, but they still did the job. That's what sucks the most about this. Seeing, seeing Mbake on the floor, right? Dying back mm -hmm. there. Young kid getting ripped apart because of this. That hits me hard because that's going to affect him beyond just one match. That's terrible. That is, that is not acceptable. They never mic anything. You never hear you never hear the VAR guys in this league get, get mic time. Are you kidding? Doesn't happen. That's a fine dance by the league, I must say. But it is what it is. The more they say about it, the less I believe them. That's where I sit on this. Yeah, right, Tony? Just, well, yeah, it's, it's exactly like, again, like, I know we didn't deserve the loss and it is what it is, but this is the reason I say we deserve the loss is because we literally have the the, the deck stacked against us. It's like, it, it's like I said, we've, we've had like, I remember, I think last season, Bam did like the whole tier list of all the referees of like who's winning, how many times we've won with them, calls and everything. And he was on top of the list. So it's just like with the <laughs> bar stacked against us, it's just, I, it was just, I hope for it, but it's like moving forward is just, again, game's over. They can have their little victory. They can make fun of everybody for what we said about this game or whatever. But at the end of the day, it's, we have to bounce back and the, and we have to go for the chip. It's literally, it's MLS cup or bust. And that's what will make this, this loss a little bit less stingful. Like I said, right now it is really, it hurts because it's so fresh, but come just come November, it'd be, should be better. Right. Well, I mean, now you get a chance to get some players back, right? Segura, you get, Escobar back. You might get a central attacking mid. Who knows, right? DP money coming. Um, but you can also see who didn't step up in the big game. And so that's revealing as well. And we have guys to replace them already in the lineup, and we'll get a few more. So I'll take it from that. Um, I know we were talking about precedent. At least I did. If it's the one thing, it should stay that way. Right. If you play it on and cover it later, do the reviews, the standard issue, it should follow through in this series. Sadly, that's not been the case. What, what's good for the goose apparently is not good for the gander. Because of that, we kind of scrambled after this game. And you know what? Let's just find the evidence and run with it and let you guys all decide again. You guys make the calls of what's going on with this. So our good, our good man, Bam, that way or that way. Uh, he actually put a clip together off of a few highlights that we were talking about that went that just suggests like that's how you do it, and then you call it back later. Except in all of these cases, they didn't call him back. So, bam, I'm gonna have you take the middle here. You have the floor. Go for it. So, with all these clips, they all show when VR should have been used. Plain and simple. 
but VAR were not used for any of these. So you're going to play the clip or do you want me to play the clip, Joseph? You can play it. You can play it. It's a little funky. Can you do that on your side or you want me to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's no commentary for this one, um, but this is shows you three times that VAR should have been used that wasn't used when we played Carson. So you've got this infamous one. That thing goes up from an offside position. Goal scores. He's ahead of the ball. Uh, right there. Head of the ball. Head of the defense. How's that not caught offside? This one. Again. Head of the defense. Wasn't used. Don't know why it's going back to that. Uh, that mixed up. Sorry about that. Now, this one, the goal that should have stayed. It didn't stand. Why? Quick on the stand? whistle. Flag goes up. Yeah. There it is. What do you guys see there? A debatable play, right? Simple yeah. as that. A debatable play. Um, they're ahead of us by three wins in this series. And all three of those goals that we mentioned right now changed the result of the game. One was a tie. Two were wins for the Galaxy. You tell me what's going on here. Why is it good for one and not for the other? That's all we want. Where was the videos from Pro on those guys? Where was it? Didn't happen. So you're going to tell me this is legit, this is squared, this is good? Yeah, right. Bias so, is bias. We see it. It is what it is. Just, yeah. just, just throw me back up there once more. I don't mm -hmm. want you all to... All right. It's not doing it properly. Uh, one moment. Let me know what you see. If this works. No, it's not going to work. Sorry about that. Um, give me one moment. Oh. Sorry for the technical difficulty, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> We're trying to figure this out on the fly. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I thought we had this thing downloaded. It didn't download quite well. Yeah, no worries. So, yeah. So <sighs> she's doing that, guys. Um, and yeah. those of you who are going to only listen to this and not see it, we basically showed all three goals from from Zlatan, or two goals from Zlatan. Uh, one was a 3-3 tie in our house, and the other one was the infamous victory. There oh, it is, yeah. the still footage. Uh, and we're showing the still footage now of Vela being even with the last defender. And the other interesting thing, if you look at this picture, go down a little farther. Who's getting hugged on that play? How is that one missed? Do you yep. see it? Yeah, I see okay, it. Okay, so that's ignored. That could be reviewed. I'm sure there's intent there. Intent. Uh, but it's not intent. a single player. You see the guy in the back. It's, it's dead obvious what's going on here. So you're going to tell me this play was legit and didn't need to be reviewed? Nothing about that needs to be reviewed. I'm pretty sure that foul that I see there, looks like a foul to me, happened before the alleged offside as well. So the whole play is bunk. The controversy wasn't the last play of the game. It was this one. It's all over the place. So evidence is there. Tell me what's going on, man. Right, Bam? I, it's just, it ain't right. It ain't right. 
to me, if anything, he's in line. He's in line with the last defender. To me, in line's on side. That's been there for years now. Well established so, according to the rules. Yep. So to me, in line is on side. That's on side. Goal stands. You want to know the funny thing? The explanation for Zlatan's offside goal in our house was that Zimmerman headed the ball, so therefore it made him onside again. How wild is that conversation right there? Well, he made contact with the ball, so you know it brought him back on. But wait, contact? Really? So contact can either do one or the other, depending on who what color shirt you're wearing, right? Is that what we're saying? That's what we're saying. That's what now, we're saying. So before before we finish this game off. I'm going to make you both a $5 bet mm-hmm. on July 8th, Penzo's referee. For our game? Yep. Oh, nah. Nah, you know who they're going to give us? Because, you know, he's you know, they love time served. They're like people on parole. I, I don't know. Time served. They're going to give us Kevin Stott, who we have also a negative record with. So I'll bet you five bucks is Kevin Stott. Somehow, some way. No. It'll be him. I, 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 I'm going to go. Penzo is either going to be on the field or VAR, and Stott will be the opposite. Somebody's going to be up there. Yeah. It ain't going to be straight. We know that. We know that. Stinks, but that's where we're at. We have to completely destroy them, and score first would be essential, too. So there we are, guys. We had to throw it out there to you guys. I know the debate's out there. Uh, we'll throw it your guys' way. Um, I know we have our three stars, Bam. Do you even want to fire off the three stars because you, you were accumulating these things? Yet, you want me to bring that back up? So we had a couple people message us through Twitter for it all. Uh, so, so far from the fans... We've had three people vote Velo as the best, and one person vote Ilya as the best. Um, second best, we had a mixture of Chicho, Sifu, Blessing, and Max. And then third best, we had a mixture of Acosta, Apoku, Blessing, and Ilya. So obviously, Vela gets the from the fans. For me personally, for me, I put Vela as one. Blessing two votes and fall for one vote. I thought the passion he gave really deserved to get a vote. For me, uh, my number one would be Apoku for his work rate. His entire work rate, the entire game. He was the one guy that showed up. He was everywhere. He was putting in the work. So that's why I put him at, at, at my one. Um Two would be Vela for chance creation, getting into it, getting into the mix, and actually scoring a goal, even though they didn't count it. Um, three would be Blessing, because when Blessing's in there, he's a talisman. Once again, he did score the game-winning goal, or game-tying goal, I know, um, and then got it ripped from us. But that that's my three. Tony? I was like, you stole mine because I was gonna say Apoko too, because his work rate was gonna be like he was my number two because he he was he was part of most of those plays and he showed up for us and the team. So that's what was gonna be number number two. Um number one I would say was Vela because he would have been 
the like that goal would have been another notch on the thing again but he showed up as well as best as he could showed up to the game again referees aside and mls aside just you know everything aside and then my third would have been uh chicho because again when we needed him the most and he hasn't like i said he hasn't been himself this whole season whatever he's going through but i'm hopefully with this goal this this easy goal like this easy like grinder goal for him it brings back his competition and then he gets back to the end of the season last year that we have him there we go good call good call so uh in terms of the overall race bam who's number one right now no one right now um still vela just but they got some get on his heels so it'll be interesting to see how over the next couple of weeks goes especially with the um U.S. Open Cup games and all that. So we'll see what happens there. There we go. And Open Cup will be interesting. We'll talk about that in a few. We're going to get to your guys' comments, of course, before we move on to Open Cup uh, community stuff and all that fun stuff because I know you all want something to say. I saw over 90 comments uh, already today. So uh, you guys are in the mix. This is good stuff. Uh, I'll throw it up to Beast first. Uh, when ProRes went to their social media to upload a video of why Blessings Goals waved rub more salt on the wound. Yeah, to me, it was definitely a let's toe the line. Uh, Hector Gonzalez, make things worse, instant replay on MLS YouTube channel, refused to debate these calls, even though they debate every other game. It felt like they wanted to sweep it under the rug. Even worse, those guys, when we were looking at the replay of Zlatan's offside goal, that, that, that game-winning one, they said, oh, yeah, it's offside, but it's okay because it was a classic match. The comments were hilarious because they were like, yeah, it's offside, but yeah, it's okay. It's Zlatan. So there you go. Uh, LAOC Beast, if you guys made the right call, why well, need to explain it? Ain't convincing us. You're only convincing yourself, crooks. Exactly. Michael, not Mike. LC have the lowest win percentage with Chris Pence as a referee. Yeah, yeah. We've got a few like that. Like I said, Kevin Stott's another one. You'll see. We'll get him. It's just how it is. Uh, LC Wolf definitely was selective VAR. We got short out, shorted on this one. Yep. Favorite uh, their sheep. What's I up? Was, I was, was going to say, I was like, bam, should we post on our socials the your list so people know what, who to look out for moving forward? Dude, we should do a ref report. Yeah, we should. Yeah. We, we should. You should. You should give it to us, and we will. I'll post it on the Instagram. We post it on Twitter, so people can have the whole list, and we everyone can always call back to that. Yeah, yeah like a hurricane I'll, warning. If there's a red alert one, that we're like, uh oh. Yeah. Let me know ahead of time. This is how it's gonna go. This weekend, I'll update it because I'm updated for the last couple of weeks. But I'll update it over this weekend. I'll pass it on to you guys to put up. There we are. There we are. Carlos saw a very interesting stat out of seven games with Chris Penso as a ref. We have one win, tied one, five losses. Dude, it was funny as he scored. He gave us penalty. He got us penalties, like awarded us penalties in the last two matches with him. Uh, one was a Chicho hat trick. What? He had a hat trick? I guess you got more minutes. I don't know. Uh, Carlos C. Vela's header was good. Should have been reviewed at the very least. Yeah, but when they do see, that's the trick in the game, right? If they give a quick flag, that it has to be clear and obvious to review it. So it's it's sleight of hand, people. That's what you're dealing with here. Uh, LSC Beast, really, Carlos? Is that a case? Wonder if anything can be done to remove him from any LAFC games. That would be nice. Uh, Wolf, two goals is definitely LSC defensive mistakes. Yeah, they messed up. They messed up. 
Marvin Chavez, watching the Galaxy always come out more brave than LAFC. Come out scared always. They come out more aggressive and hungry for the win. I don't get it. We have, we both have a lot to lose. Yeah, it's weird. It's a thing. It doesn't need to be a thing. We need to get better with that. Mike in the mix. Hope, hope uh, Henry replaces Mario in the SKC game on Sunday to provide leadership. Yeah, I think he needs a rest, man. I'm with you. Something's got to give. That's for sure. Juan Villa. Via, sorry, man. When Segura is starting, Segura says he's back. If I'm gonna bet, I'm gonna say Open Cup. I, I if I'm gonna put money, I'm gonna say Open Cup. Uh, this you know midweek. Marvin Chavez. We make bigger mistakes and play afraid, and it's tiresome. I think the players feel the pressure of how much we want to win this, but then again, so does the Galaxy fan base. Yeah, they seem to want it more right now. It feels like I don't know, or it's just nerves. It's just weird, 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 weird. Uh, foul. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. I mean, Hollingshead got taken out. I don't think there's any debate there, but we're not the ones. So uh, I'll just throw that out there. It's really hard when your 12th man is in the stands and their 12th man is on the field. I'm just going to throw that out there. Cause that's how I'm feeling right now. Uh, Wolf. I don't think we won a game with the ref calling it. No. Okay. We got, well, no, we had the game against Dallas. So, yeah. Um, okay. Good. All right. Carlos C. I've been saying it over and over on different forums. We need to send another right back ASAP. Escobar's back. We're fine. Uh, but yeah, you got rid of Moon. So now what? Right. Well, not just that. Yeah. It's just like once we get Escobar like fully healthy and Segura fully healthy, I think our back line should be okay because then we, we would have a nice solid defensive line and then we can have back like our backups making our depth make a little bit easier, but for the first like 60 or night, if they go all 90, our defense should be okay. Assuming health. I get where you're at, Carlos, a starter. I mean, Escobar's the starter when he's back there. That guy's good. He's really good. And Holling said to me is the better choice at left back at this point. I've seen enough. I've seen enough from, from Palacios. Uh, Hollingshead is a 30 game player, a league. Uh, per you know per season he plays about 30 games a season there's a reason why so that's where my head's at in the middle segura and fall things will get better things will get better carlos figueroa says bottom line we lost that game due to defensive mistakes I mean, despite all the bad calls we could have come out on top with all the opportunities we had we just couldn't finish the plays we had the chances that's for sure and again you come out better in the first half it's not a conversation anymore if you shut them out so I get you. Team Bonilla, I think almost it's almost been a week and I'm still mad. My the one dude, I am gonna be mad for a very long time until we play them again and get our revenge. That's for sure. Carlos uh Figueroa says on paper we were a better team. Unfortunately, the scoreboard didn't reflect that, and that's what matters. We better win at the bank. Yep. Get off Milan is furious. There you go. Uh, Carlos C. Costa finally inserted himself into the game in the second half. He continues to underwhelm. Yeah, slow start, that's for sure. And, dude, I'm sorry. I love what he does, but he didn't track back well enough. I, he was the closest guy on both of those plays, if you watch it. Really weird. Hector Gonzalez, our players made mistakes, but they fought back. They didn't give up. They scored three goals. Last time I checked, that's higher than the average for a match. They got robbed. Mark Lopez, it's clear that we are the better team, but on the day they showed up and times we didn't. And of course, the cheat code, the Carson code. Yep. 
Team Bonilla, I feel like if, Ch if Chicho and Blessing would have come into the game earlier, the results could have been different. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, Get Up on says, uh, is this the turn of the season? Has the team constantly been shaken, and will it hit a lull? Honestly, I think it's going to work the other way around. They knew what went wrong. They fixed it in the second half. Showed the resiliency. I think uh, on the Max and Vince pod, they they mentioned we haven't let a single goal in the second half this season. Look it up. Okay? They're going to take what they can out of this game, the good things out of it, build off of that. That's how they're going to do it. Ilya mentioned it as well in that on the interview. They're pissed. They feel robbed just like we feel robbed. They got revenge on their minds. They're marking on their calendar when they get to play those fools again. I guarantee that. Uh, if anything, this might make us more resilient. Uh, LSU Wolf, good note. I'm happy to hear the team saying interviews. They felt 32-50 and felt energy. I just want the team to start solid and strong, be excellent, executing goals, which they have been. They have been. Uh, Beast, LEC deserved to conceive two goals, but they didn't deserve the loss. I could accept a good loss, a reasonable loss, but not a loss where the rest are involved. Controversial calls ruin games in the sport. Right? Why do I want to, you know, this is where my head was at. The minute this went down, like before I was kind of rooting for teams in the CCL, right? Like, yeah, you know, MLS team. Honestly, I want Pumas to win it now. I'm done. Like, I'm not supporting anybody in MLS at this point. I support my team. They just happen to be in MLS. Yeah, bam. For me, I can't cheer for a team from the West in that. I want us to be the team from the West to win it. Team from the East, yeah, I wouldn't mind the team win it because it doesn't really have much effect with us. Team from West, definitely not. If it ain't yeah, us, I, I don't care. At this point, I don't feel like promoting MLS for nothing. Like, seriously, if this is how disrespectful they are to our team, to our fan base, we've been the story for a while now, traveling everywhere. Obviously, they don't respect that. So why do I respect them? That's where my head's at right now. I don't even buy products that sponsor these guys at this point. That's how I feel. That's how pissed I am. And so, yeah, there it is. Uh, Carlos C., I think it was the first match where Cherndola got his lineup and tactical approach wrong. Uh, Vanny beat him in that respect. What do you guys think? I don't. Uh, this is why. If b stays in this game, we come right back and score back on them. Uh, B the B rod loss killed us. It really did. Uh, that's what his now his substitution could be questioned. I agree with you on that. I didn't think that was the best approach. That's my opinion. Um, but I think the initial game plan was right. It's just when you have an injury that early, everything gets thrown out in training. I will tell you, B rod was flying. Tony will tell you that too. Like in training, he was legit the day before things look really good guys the day before. It looked right, and I think they all paused after that injury. Seeing really B-Rod, yeah, seeing B-Rod up close, like again, we're like we only see him from like a side angle, like when he's coming up to the goal. But seeing him on training and just seeing him how quick he is, it's ungodly. Like how some people can try to keep up with him, and like now I understand why he loses the ball so much because sometimes his feet can't keep the ball can't keep up with his feet and his speed. Yeah. I, it's it's really, really unfortunate. The other thing that we saw was a lot of connections between B-Rod and Palacios and a lot of the stuff we saw in training, and that got taken out. So there was some stuff, okay? Uh, 
we lost a huge element there. And I think that meant more in the first half than anything else. In terms of Vanny's approach, he did the right approach under the circumstances. I think we thought they'd want to possess the ball more. Instead, they played us on the counter and it worked. And he talked about that. If you followed his interviews in the lead up is he talked heavily about our outside backs and how much they sacrifice and how that is the opening. And that's exactly what they did. So he wasn't making any secret about what their approach would be. He followed through. It paid off. Uh, Hector Gonzalez, how pathetic that the Galaxy chose Penso's decision at this, as, as the moment of the match. Not a goal, not a save, not a VAR decision that went in favor. Right? Here's the other thing. Please, I got to know. Did you guys see any Galaxy players protesting that goal when it fell? Look back at the video. Did a single one of them yell at the referee, point to the flag, any of that? Or were they all looking at each other like, what the hell did we just do? Watch the replay. You tell me. That's also telling. What was the reaction of the players after the play? Not a single one of them thought it was offside. You want to talk about brains and thinking and look at the reactions. You want to talk about intent. Even when Bond was talking about it, they were angry they blew the game. And then the, and then the VAR came out. So even he was shocked that the call happened. Good stuff, Hector. Uh, Beast. Seeing blessing and fall hurt hurt me. Me too, man. You guys are all heart. Get off my lawn. Chris says Chris Pence was in the pocket. He paid. Uh, there's bias. I'll put it that far. There, there, there's definitely some sort of a bias going on. I don't know about paying people, but there's definitely something's off. Uh, Carlos Figueroa Arroyo. Let's see them break down all the plays, different angles. All their plays are almost impossible to find, but somehow they gave multiple angles and have the time to break down one particular play. Ain't it interesting? Uh, Wolf cheated out. Var ref. Yep, you got it. Uh, Mark Lopez uh, says, I've noticed the extra time guys refuse to talk about LAFC in the power rankings. They held us low, and then once we were up top, they started talking about bottom 10 and mixing it up without us. Dude, they're all walking around it, man. Everybody sees what it is. Uh, officials almost robbed our U15 of a win today, too. Unfortunately, they got the late goal. Again, we're that team, guys. Got to be resilient. Uh, what hurts? We don't have the win at their home. They have to wait until 2023 for another chance. No, Marvin, we don't. I have a funny feeling we're going to play these guys in the Open Cup, and they're probably going to bid to be the host because they want it. They want that chip. We got a shield. They've had a long time since the trophy. I got a funny feeling we're going to play these dudes in the Open Cup, and it's going to be in their house. We'll talk about it in a few minutes. But I got a feeling there's going to be three games this year. Maybe more later down the line. But I don't think the story is over quite yet. Uh, our next TP needs to be a CAM from Carlos. I agree. I agree. Uh, get off my lawn. <laughs> you throwing up Bam Bam love. Good stuff to Bam from Beast as well. Get them on. They hate us because they ain't us. Right? They're threatened. We force them to be better. Let's be real. Carlos C., uh, also suspect what they were showing a replay at Alaska in the stadium during the review. Yeah, I know, right? Not cool. Wolf uh, says, bam, good video. Just makes me believe we got cheated out. I know for a fact LAC was better team, no doubt in my heart. Uh, Beast calling it. Thank you, guys. Um, Carlos sees finished this game off. I'm starting to get really mad again. Heh <laughs> Uh, let's see. Yep. Hector's backing up what I said. If we beat OC and Carson beat San Diego, 
could that mean we play them in the next round if the draft plays out? So we'll talk about it in a few, but if we win and they win, we're in the same pool to potentially play each other. But there will be like a bit of a draft, a bit of a, a draw for the next round, and it'll be Western Western sided teams. So could be them, could be Seattle, could be Portland. Um, but they'll do a draw, and so we'll figure that out. I'm sure a ball will be a little warmer than the other, but you know how that goes. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's move on here. <laughs> Mark Lopez, Bella missing sitter knocks him down a point. Yeah, man, I thought he had that. I was saying this to Carlos Pencil Menso. Yeah, I know. I couldn't help myself either. It's almost dad joke level, but can't help it. Uh, Mark Lopez going to have to make an ante Penso two stick for a home game against Carson. Uh, let's see. I'm going to move forward, guys. This is one, Hinchada del LAFC. We need to regroup, focus on Sunday. We need to stay on top of the table. Exactly. We're going to we're gonna jump into that pretty quick here and move on. Uh, LAFC, I know you're mad, Joseph, but the energy of 3250 on the podcast and the heat of LAFC and others of the team have brought up MLS to another level. Keep producing strong. Hey, we're in it, man. We're in it. We've been, I've been dealing with these fools for decades, right? I hate those guys. It doesn't get old. I'm used to getting screwed by those dudes. So, uh, yeah, uh, it's never fair with them. We just we have to defeat them. That's simple. Get the job done. Uh, LSC Beast focused now on Sunday. Agreed. Three days later, it's Orange County. A lot of games, guys, coming up. All right. I think I'm going to take that. Uh, let's move on. Talk about some other things and go from there. So next thing, of course, would be the community news. Tony, what you got for us, man? So, of course, we still have the LAFC event going on for Earth Day at Avant Cove Reser uh, Reservoir on April the 6th. So um, if you haven't signed up for that, please do. It's like it's fun. It's, it gives back to the community. It's something to let off some steam is the best way to say it. As like I work as a gardener part-time with my father, it's the best thing to just cut, cut grass, cut flowers, like, pull some weeds to get some stuff off that. So it's a really good, you're also doing really well for the environment, for LA, for everything. So it's always a good thing. And then on that same day, let me bring it up because I had to save because it was not in my notes at the moment, but it was one of the last things that popped up really quick. Um, so Pride, Pride brought this up on one of their posts. It's called Sports Lab Celebration. It's it's pretty much it's join the it, what it says is join Rainbow Labs this Saturday to celebrate the LGBTQ Q plus community in sports. We were offering basketball, dodgeball, soccer, and softball. Equipment and snacks will be provided. No prior sports experience is needed. Just bring a family member, uh, LGBTQ uh, Q plus uh, advocate are all welcome. And it's at Salazar Park in, at three eight six four Whittier Boulevard. And it'll be from 9 to 12 p.m. So if you want, you know, go have some fun, bring awareness to our LGBTQ plus community and, you know, have some fun playing, you know, having some snacks, being pretty much a little kid again, you know. Don't you like just going to having just little like apple slices after the games or just having fun with your friends? <laughs> so, yeah. Nice. Nice. Good stuff. Good stuff, Tony. What else is going on, my friend? Um, also, as we, as it's been brought up, because Open Cup is back. We just got our draw. We played this Wednesday's 
The prices did go up a little bit this year, but I believe that's more as more has to do with the two years of no U.S. Open Cup going on. So again, this is not the MLS that is getting the profits from this one. It's the Open Cup that's going to the, and that's where it's going to. So unfortunately, yes, it's a little bit more expensive, but it's general admission. You can sit anywhere besides the North End because that one's a little bit more reservated for um, supporters and everything like that. But if you ever want to get there, if you're one of those people who get there early enough, you can literally sit like on the feet, almost on the field to watch it closely from other times. So it's like I said, it's only like, I believe it was $30. It's a Wednesday game. It's a cheap game. It's fun to see. It's another game to watch LAFC. And it's a, again, we're into another cup. Yeah. To me, the prices are fine. This is a knockout match. It's it's, and you know what? It's, it's deceptively a good one. You're like, yeah, we're playing USL dude. We're not just playing USL. We're playing the USL champion. Like, legit. These guys are not pushovers. This is this is the champion of the league. I know there's a difference, right? USL, MLS, but things happen, especially against the better uh, USL sides, and this is one of them. And it's not like they're traveling cost country. It's a short trip over. And you're asking, well, why do you think they're a threat? Because they have MLS players on their lineup, mm-hmm. right? Um, and we'll, we'll talk about that because I'll throw it out there. We're going on another podcast, guys. We're taking a little journey. Um, our friends, yeah. So basically, the Orange and Black Soccer Soccer Cast uh, invited us to come on. So we're actually going to join them on Tuesday uh, to talk about the Open Cup and talk about their side, our side, give you guys a bit of inside. They use the same program we do, so it's going to look pretty similar for all you guys. Um, and we'll keep you posted when we get the details as as we get closer to Tuesday. Uh, but that's what we're going to do. Instead of having a normal podcast, we're going to we're going to hook up with them. Um, have a good time there. Talk it up. Get ready for the game the next day. Uh, so that is the plan. Really looking forward to that. Um, also, like, yes, Tony, go for it. Oh, oh I was going to say like, that you're done with it because I have one more thing to say, but go for it. <laughs> no, I was going to say uh, revenge against Carson is real. Um, U.S. Open Cup is our best chance to get there quickly. I know. Um, so get the win. They'll they've got to play San Diego Loyal, so there's no guarantee there either. I'm sure Jerry will be there doing his thing. Uh <laughs> right. If he's not playing drums, something wrong. Uh he knows how that goes. Uh Landy Cakes versus his own team. See how that plays itself out. But uh yeah, man. Like if they win, we win. There's a chance we'll play each other in the next round, and it comes super quick. Uh looking at the schedule, just so you guys get an idea of when those matches might happen. Uh, after the match is played on the 20th, the 22nd, there'll be a round of 32 draw eight higher seeded MLS teams then enter the fray. That's where there's a chance. We probably won't play them because those eight teams will probably play one of those. Um, if we win, right, right. But damn it, we better win. Uh, (laughs) then the round of 32 happens between either, either on May 10th or May 11th. We might host that. Someone else might host that. We don't know. There's usually a bid for that, how that gets decided. It's a little funky. So you're not sure you're going to be the host or not because you got a bid for it. Uh, and then May to me, that's just really weird having a bid for the host. Like here with the, with the cup over here, if an MLS, if an A-League team gets drawn against a non-A-League team, the A League team must travel. I like that. And if two A League teams get drawn, first out hosts. <laughs> That's cool. That's simple. 
but I do like that. I mean, in the Bundesliga, you kind of see that as well. Like the small teams get to be hosts if they can, if their facilities can handle it, then they host. But I think the big thing with that here in U.S. soccer is a lot of the teams that are in this tournament, they really can't host a big team. They don't have the facilities for it. So the thought is always, well, okay, we'll give the option of the team that's more worthy or able to host. I think that's the thought. Oh, um, is, so, if, don't get me wrong. The, the little teams here don't really have the facilities per se, but they get all, they keep all the money from the from the gate. So there's say ten dollars a ticket at the gate. Two, two, three thousand people there, plus all the beer money, all the food money they have. They have their local food. So there's a lot of clubs here in Australia where their Greek backgrounds. Um, Polish backgrounds, Turkish backgrounds. So they have all that Turkish food cooking, all that. So you get really good food. All that goes to the club so they can update their facilities. And basically their bu- whole budget can be built off of a good run in the in the cup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even just it's one fair. game against an A-League team, they get the whole yearly budget. Yeah. I mean, it's it's this beautiful part of cup knockout like games. I, I love – these are my favorite tournaments. They really are. You see the FA Cup, right? You, you see ours. Ours is ancient, man. What, 1919, right? I mean, this is old school. Uh, it should be celebrated more than it is. This is one I really, really want us to win because of the history and has been two years on hiatus. This will be a great thing for us to get. Oh, yeah, and if you win it, you go to the Champions League. We didn't mention that, but we are now. Um, yeah, Champions League. So I think that's the quickest way, and it's five wins, and you go to the Champions League. Okay, that works for me. Um, so round of 32 matches will be May 10th and 11th. Round of 16, 24th and 25th of May. Quarters are June 21st or 22nd. Semis are July 26th or 27th. And the Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup final will be played either September 6th, 7th, 13th, or 14th, depending on how schedules play out with the respective leagues. Yeah, it's a quick turn. You go April to September to get this cup thing figured out, and most of it's done by July. So not bad. Uh, That's kind of a quick hit. Uh, Question, of course, will be who are we going to field for this? We'll get into that later on when we go into the other pod. to really get into that fun little mix. So, uh, yeah, because we don't know what we're going to field. I'm hoping we, we, we go hard on this because, honestly, we need to move forward and, and win another cup. And we got the supporter shield. You might as well add in a Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup to the mix. And we'll see what happens after that with, with MLS Cup. But uh, it's real, guys. Like, this is, this is one of those years where if we play our cards right, we could be with a treble team. I don't want to say it too crazy. Knock on wood. Um we have the talent, and if we're going to build even more onto this talent, uh, make a run. Make it right. You're deep enough to do so. So that's my take on the Open Cup. All good things. On to the Black and Gold Vinyl Club Minute. Tony, you got something else you want to add? He's got we also have the Battle Royale Happiness SoFi. The reason I say Battle Royale is because it is a double header with four sides who just hate each other all together. So... It's going to be LAFC versus America. You already know where the bad blood is there. And then it's going to be Carson versus Chivas. And there's already bad blood there. And then you combine those two fans who are rivals, hate each other as well. As Bam says, are we going to have the National Guard there? No. But, oy, vey, that parking lot needs to be separated like no other. 
I quite honestly pray that we get the first game so we can get the hell out of there before things go crazy in the second one. Like, that's how I feel about this one. I'm not loving any of this. Uh, yeah, it's cool to play Club America. That's cool. I would have preferred to play Chivas because we've never really got that chance to do so yet, right? I want to play new teams. Um, but, dude, how are uh, the logistics is going to be impossible, especially with the groups that hate each other. The hate's real, guys. Like, you all know it is. How are they going to handle this? Everybody go to a corner? <laughs> it's going to look like gangs in New York. Like, what, what the heck, man? Like, I, I'm just not loving any of this. I think it's ridiculously uh, set up. Um, feels like a cash grab, as always, at the expense of all of our safety. There it, it is. Like, we just need a cage match, to be honest. And just like there's an event before where there's like a, a cage match going on with that support supporter groups just going at each other or i don't know <laughs> i'm really intrigued to see the plan i really am intrigued how are they gonna figure this one out how are they gonna have people park where are they gonna park are they gonna bus I, the logistics is gonna be absolutely entertaining in the lead up hopefully not infuriating but we'll see bam you, I, you're sitting there like i got something to say what you got brother just seeing Beast in there saying security needs a huge preference that day. We don't need security. We need the National Guard. We need riot police. We need everything that day. The AEG security guards have the day off. You can't do anything that day. You won't be able to stop anything. You're useless already. Then you're not going to do much. So we need to... Literally, the aisles need to be spread with M15s just down the aisles, keeping fans from each other. Plain and simple. I just, I'm not sure there's enough bike racks in Southern California to keep them apart. I, I just, watching Carson's security setup, how many chain link fences and, and, and bicycle racks is it going to take, man? I, I don't know. We'll see. In, in all... Am I going to be dumb enough to go? Yes, I'll be dumb enough to go. I'm sure Tony's going to do it as well, but maybe. Good like Lord, I said, in man. all funding games, yes, we can make fun of this, but this is a, a serious matter. It's like a, we can laugh at it right now just because it's like at the moment it's not happening, but we've seen what's happened in Mexico and we've seen what's happened in Philadelphia with America fans. And unfortunately, they lost one of their supporters because of dumb medica fans so it's just and i'm just not calling out medica fans i'm just calling out just like the situation of what can happen and stuff like that so well there was a shooting in san jose yeah exactly so it's one of those things where it, it's it's all fun and games we can make fun of it we can do this whole battle royale thing but in seriousness this security needs to be a very huge presence very police oriented very everything because I want to go and I want to take my father and I want to like have fun with him, but just be able to leave afterwards. You know what I mean? Not have to worry about losing somebody at that day. No, yeah, that though, just, what I don't get to is why they're doing this in a beautiful stadium. If the stadium's going to so, get knocked down next week, play it there. <laughs> <laughs> You've been playing the Coliseum now. Uh, <laughs> No, it, it, I guess it's to show off that they can handle World Cup matches, but there's not a single World Cup match that could hit the 
hit the anger or, or edge that these ones will have. Seriously, like, yeah, it's gonna be a risk for them because if things go, do go wrong, is that gonna mess up like the bid to host games in LA? Like, are we putting things at risk with this thing? I don't know. Let's just hope they get it right and uh, demand that they get it right through the whole process. Not be quiet about it if things look off. So, there's that, right, Tony? Right, exactly. So, like I said, it's it's I like <laughs> I, it's like I like I said I. I am going to be very weary of this. I may just try to get box seats at this point and just go all out just to be even the safer sites and VIP parking, whatever. But I understand this is a moneymaker. They're trying to milk as much money as they can, as we all know this, because of because there's no World Cup, so they're going to use this to their advantage and use all the hype with it, especially in California where there's a lot. But, yeah. We shall see. It's got to play itself out again. We'll pay attention. That's for sure in the lead-up. I guess tickets go on sale, is it next week? Something like that. So uh, pay attention. They're going on sale pretty soon. So there's that. Uh, in terms of the Vinyl Club Minute, because, yes, we still do that. Uh, I thought of two songs. I don't know about you guys. The first one was uh, from Ben Harper and the Innocent Criminals, uh, 2006 uh, Lifeline album. You're like, Ben Harper? Yeah, man. He's local. It's cool. Uh, Fight Out of You is probably the song that stuck out to me this week for me to calm my butt down. Um, right? Don't let, him let, don't let him take you down. I mean, that, that's pretty in the 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 vibe right and so i got that one um the other one was the who um and from who's next in 1971 album uh we won't get fooled again i think that's pretty straightforward right no shocker there bam you got any nominees man so those are my two no those two are, are great ones um other than that i can't think of many that can calm people down most of the music these days hyping you up so there's two good ones. It was all rage for me today, guys. Right at home was Rage Against the Machine. I just had to. I had to do it. Had to get up for tonight. That's for sure. Um, always up for you guys, but I need a little here stuff. Um, so that's our choices. Uh, let's move it on to the next and talk about the preview because that is still happening here. Trust me. We'll get you a good preview here. Uh SKC is coming to town after having an interesting start to the season, an inconsistent start to the season. Bam, how have they been doing, man? So far, they've played seven games. They've had two wins, a 1-0 against Houston and 1-0 against RSL, and they've had five losses. So they have not been going too great. Second to last place, right? Yep, in the West, so. Cool. Uh, Different for KC. That's not their thing. That's for sure. It's a different vibe right now. Um, I will say, you know, from watching the last game against Nashville, they were very unfortunate to lose it. Um, So I'll say it's a deceptive two and five, (laughs) if you can say that. Uh, So there there I am. Bam? I wouldn't say deceptive. Like, they had a 3-1 loss away to Atlanta. 2-0 2-0 loss away to Colorado, 3-1 loss away to Chicago, and a 1-0 loss away to Vancouver. 
So a lot of their losses are away. The, their last game, the 2-1 loss against Nashville, was at home. But, mm-hmm. yeah. So with them playing away, not really that great. So hopefully. Hopefully that seems like a good thing for us. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm with that. Uh, road is trouble for them. Cool. Cool. Uh, Tony, what's the good and bad and ugly with this side? <laughs> well, it is SKC, so they do have somewhat of our number. If you want to go head-to-head with us, where we have three wins they ha- and we have four losses against them, so we're pretty even. They always like to show up for us. Um, luckily, as if you watch the, again, the MVP card with Max and Vince, they talked to Ile uh, and he they've been talking about how when they posted colorado Acosta had the, had pretty much this is the assignment of what we need to do when they played vancouver uh, max was the head guy to lead the to this is what this is what they like to do this is what we like to do so illy is moving forward as like this is what they like to do this is what they don't like to do um they haven't in the last six games won a away game so that, that benefits us mostly mostly going forward but again we're coming off a very hard stolen loss, stolen win, stolen and not deserving loss against Carson. And we're going to see who shows up for this and where we can motivate our guys to come back and bounce back from this. Cause this is going to show us what we're going to also see moving forward, because this is also our first loss of the season, but that's where we stand with them. There it is. It's just, it's, it's, what are we going to do on a team that's historically had our number at times? Uh, been a thorn in the side. Um, there's some heartening things. Uh, apparently, they're ranked 28th in goals scored for, per match. They average less than a goal a game. That's yep. frightening. Um, you said that the six matches, uh, I guess goals conceded, they average 1.6. So. Mm-hmm. Multiple goalies against. They're playing against a team that loves to score goals. That's what we do. We're the best attacking team in the league, averaging 2.3 goals a game. Yeah. Um, if on paper you're like, yeah, this is going to be good. But you know what? Inconsistency is the story with them. There are times where they look legit. Um, I know they got beat by Chicago, and they, but they scored against Chicago, and that's hard to do this season. So give them credit for that. Uh, who's in, who's out, Bam, for their lineup? For their lineup, um, they're out, um, Murray, Pilato, and Kinder. They're all out injured, not expected back to least next month. Um, they've had no one else come in, so their starting lineup shouldn't be that much difference to the last game. So, we'll be interesting to see what they actually go with. Yeah, the one thing that I do notice is they also play the 4-3-3 now. They used to play a lot wider back in the day, but it's a 4-3-3. Um, Tim Melia is in the net. There's no shock there. The back line has been as consistent as can be. Uh, should be Zussi as the right back. Uh, Ismail Marin uh, and Fontas as your center backs. Sweat as your left back. Midfield's interesting. Uh, last game, Espinosa played as the central mid with Duke on the left and Walter on the right. And up top was Shelton, Salui, and Russell. And to me, Russell is the guy. If Russell's having a good day, we have a rough day. If he's on, it's trouble because he has this ability to take games over, even in 
his age, right? He's an older player, but this dude, when he's ripping it up, he's trouble for everybody. So that to me is the danger, man. Bam. What do you think? Man? See for me and this is going to sound really weird. I love Johnny Russell. I love him. I've, I've followed him. He used to play for my European side, Dundee United. He started there. I followed him since oh, 2007. I've been following yeah. him since 2007. This is the one game I want to see him fail. The only one. When he plays yeah. us, it's, I want to see him fail. The rest of it, I would love to see him be golden boot winner and all that just against us. Fail. Plain and simple. As we call ourselves the heart of LAFC, he is the heart of SKC. No question. <laughs> He is the heart. He's the story. If he's on, we're in trouble. He's a great player to watch outside of us. I'm with you, Bam. I'm a fan of this player. Uh, I really am. But the other guy to me that, that's underperforming has got to be Salouy, right? Looking at their lineup, there should be more goals in this. That's for Easily. sure. Easily. Easily. He's having an offseason. Yeah, and then Shelton to me, if they're not looking for a guy to, to take that center role, right, spend some money, Shelton would be the guy you get to you get to replace, right? If if it is what it is. Um really interesting to see where they're at. A couple guys that you might see, Logan and Den uh in Denbe might come in. Nikola uh Vonjevic might come in, Felipe Hernandez, uh Morinos Sionis is another guy that gets time. Uh the other guy to me, of course, is Roger Espinosa. Uh if he has a good day. We're going to have to put some extra work in. But guess what? We have Ilya on our side, so he knows everything that these guys do. He knows every trick in the book, and he's the guy that's going to have to battle with Espinosa in the mid. I, You know, there's times when Espinosa plays out on the out, out on the wide. I think in this case, he's going to stick to the middle. Uh, I don't see it any other way because of, of who's there. Uh, they have you used Rossell in the middle before, but I think this is Espinosa's show. Bam, what do you think? Yeah, with Espinosa, um, we shut him down. He'll put a lot more pressure on Duke and Walter if they're starting in the mids. So let's see how they can actually go with that with the pressure on Espinosa. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they go with a four-three-two-one, so leave Shelton up further by himself. Mm. But we'll see what yeah. happens. Do you think uh, Vunjovic? I can mess up his name every time. You think he might get the start instead for this one, since they're kind of trying to find something? Um, well, the last game he came on is seventy-six minute for him. Um, he, I can't see him starting, but I hope he doesn't. Yeah, I think so, he's dangerous. I do. Yeah, yeah. But if he can't, if he comes in, who do you sit? Do you sit Espinoza or you put Espinoza? I think Shelton takes a walk, right? I mean, that would be the guy. It's him and Shelton are kind of interchangeable at this point. So it, it will be interesting. I, again, I'm, I don't think they're a bad team. I think they're lower in the standings than they should be. It's probably because of production issues. But yeah. when I watched, when I watched what they were doing against Nashville, they're not a bad team. They had their chances. They just couldn't finish. And they, they made one fatal error and Nashville punished them. That's what they weren't dominated. They were actually pretty good in that game. So, uh, are we in for a battle? Yes. If they play us four three three to four three three, 
like I think they're going to do, we will outclass them anyway. That's well, with the, la- with the last game, they had more possession. Um, the shots on goal was naturally out at them uh, 19 to 18. Shots on, t- on target, Nashville had six. They had five. Corners were even 5-5. Five, five. Crosses, fairly even. Um, Nashville had 13 to their 11. But the fouls, Nashville fouled them 16 to 12. So, <laughs> Dude, there were some good free kick opportunities for SKC. They couldn't, they couldn't capitalize on the free kicks. If they're even halfway decent on free kicks, they would have got a draw to that game. But they didn't. So take note of that as well. Uh, I really, yeah, again, we're so used to SKC being this 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 top-end team. We're chasing them in the standings half the time. It's a trouble team for us, and this year's the first team, time where they really do look like they're vulnerable right in the moment. Yep. But as you all know, that can be a trap. So take it for what it is. In terms of our lineup, Bam, what do you think we're going to Knowing that we have an open cut midweek, what do you? What kind of lineup are you expecting from LAFC? Because that's really the difference maker here. I hope we put it the strongest lineup we can. Plain and simple. I would. Do your biggest change I'll do is I'll sit B Rod just for precautionary, and bring in Chicho, even if B Rod comes on with twenty minutes to go or something like that to give him a little run. Right. I mean, really, I would like to see a Poku and Vela on the wings, Arango in the middle. Let's see what it can do. Right. And if B Rod is just a precautionary situation, maybe if we really need him, it comes in late. But I think we can afford to rest him for this one. I'm with you on that, Bam. That's for sure. Uh, mid, what do you think is going to happen in mid? Mid? Um, I would leave it how, how last game, Acosta, Sanchez, Sifu, keep them working together. Hmm. What are the chances Blessing replaces Sifu for this one? I I can see Sifu starting and Blessing coming in later on, but I don't see Blessing starting at the moment. The, those three... Sifu, Sanchez, Acosta need to work together. They need to build confidence, right? I mean, that, that's exactly. essential. Okay. Exactly. Good call. Goalkeeper doesn't change. For sure, it's going to be Max. Uh, center back pairing, I think, is the big question mark after this last game. Do you give guys a rest or do you try to make them work through their demons here and get back in? I work through the demons. Leave. Give them a Give them a rest in the open cup because giving them a rest brings in Henry, um, Ibiaga, strong players already. So, Tegora. Yeah, we're, we're not. We're giving them a rest, but we're not giving this side a rest. Right. He's got to win the game. Tony. I say just. I'm really okay with Bam. Just like get them all with their demons. To be honest, like just who pretty much have the people start and just because this is this is the bounce back we need. Like if I agree with you, also Segura does need to play a little bit. And this would be a good opportunity, but the Open Cup would probably be the best for him at the at the moment. There it is. Okay. 
right back and left back because I got a lot to say about this one. What do you do in this situation? Is there going to be Tony? I'll let you start. Left back, right back. What are you going to go with? Hollingshead and Escobar. If if, like if if like I said, I know I said demons wise with all the people playing, but if we have Escobar and we have Hollingshead, like let's just get this ball moving with those two because um, they're I believe moving forward they're going to be the main starters. Um, I love Palacios, but I think we've I think we've seen enough of that project moving forward. Maybe he might win the uh, position back and show Dolo that he deserves that starting spot or we situationally he may go in but Hollingshead and uh, and Escobar ooh bam plus just days it's it's to me it's funny with you saying we've seen that um, play out he's 22 we haven't seen anything play out from him yet we forget how young he actually is. Yes, but like in our system, we've seen him for a good amount. Three seasons is a pretty good amount of what you can get from a player. Not necessarily um, unless you decide to switch him up to a different position. But with this year literally being um, cup or bust kind of thing, because there's Yep, even Moomoo agrees with me. <laughs> um, it's I, I just feel like you put your best cards forward, and if it our best cards are going to be – because Hollingshead is like, again, we didn't know what we were going to get with Hollingshead. Yes, he is a little bit older. He may not have the speed, but the 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 security of back there of him being there, it's kind of why I say it, why I say. I like defenders that can – Stop the ball, turn the play. Oh, yeah, and score goals from time to time and outscore your winger, even playing in a position he's not familiar with it right back. Now he plays in his familiar position, and you're that much stronger against SKC. And so he'll be overlapping against Graham Zussi. I'm all about Hollingshead, guys. I'm convinced he's the better option. I know, though, that uh, you probably want to play Palacios to try to sell him. <laughs> <laughs> he's the look-see and yes he is 22 but 22 is old enough to know who you are man like seriously i know prime 27 nah dude he's played enough minutes we've seen it is there more maybe but i just want to win man i'm tired of it i just i i'm tired of the liability i just want to get get the job done he wants to go run out with uh with against oc cool man but uh, I want to see guys in their natural element succeeding, and I think Hollings has a, a, a greater ability to to do something in this match than than Palacios at this point. So that's where my head's at. Yeah, I see it. Keep this one, keep the same lineup. Obviously, injury for B Rod. Sit him. Put Chicho in for this game. And then during the US Open Cup, experiment that little bit, which will be sit plus years for that. Okay, there we go. We'll see what happens. Uh, predictions probably be what yours is, but uh, dude, I'm just I'm so sick of what we saw this past weekend that I, <laughs> I just want change, man. Like, just 
want to see a shuffle. So we'll see what happens after that. So let's see where we're at next. Um, yeah, I guess it's time to listen to the fans, right? Drop it to you guys. See where you're, where you're at. So uh, let's do this. Get everybody in the mix here. Uh, Mark Lopez, uh, he's calling it the Royal Rumble for the game, the game in uh, Inglewood. Um, oh, you guys have so many comments about about this this crazy match, and we'll get to those for sure. Um, buddy system from Get Off My Lawn, I agree. <laughs> Uh, LACB for the future LAC versus Carson at SoFi, one side of Stadium 3252, the other side of Victoria Block, the other side, other side, Victoria Block. Um, they ain't enough, they ain't enough. We could fill it definitely. Uh, LAFC Wolf, uh, I feel Chirndola and his team will look out for vengeance if we do play Carson again in the Open Cup. We will win if we play at the bank, Carson will bleed. I want them at their house, and I want to kill them at their house. I don't care how many times it takes. I want the moment. I need the moment. I do. Uh, and I think this season we can get them. I thought we would have had them this time, and we did produce three goals. We did. Um, so we'll, we'll see. We'll see. LAC Wolf, I believe in Chirindolo. I do, too. Like I said, I can question some of the moves he made, but I understand why he made those. And if I understand the why, then I can't get too mad. And I couldn't wait. I think none of us could disagree with the starting lineup. So that's, that's a story. Um, substitutions later, earlier agreed, but dude, you tell me this, where are we better off right now? Bob or Steve? Let's compare. What would have Bob done in this game? Do you really think they would have clawed back for a three getting three produced? Heck no, man. We bled goals in the second half with him. We don't do that now. So I'm good. I'm good with a coach that's willing to adjust in the second half. Because the other one didn't. It's just more of the same. So there I am on that. Uh, Get off my lawn. Dolo has won me over. Don't make me look like a fool, Dolo. There we go. There we go. Carlos C., since Escobar is not likely ready to play 90, does he start against SKC or sub in? That's, That's where Bam's at is like, do you really risk anybody or you save it for a little bit down the line? I think he he looked, I don't know. He, we saw he was in training. It was not like he was being held back in training. I, I think he's ready. The minutes are the story. The minutes are the story, which could be one of those cases where we always talk about the shift that we've done before where Hollingshead moves over with, as needed. Um, yeah, for sure. Big question. That's for sure. Uh there are the comments I see there. Again, the other comments I'm seeing from everybody happens to be about that game in uh, SKC. Or not SKC. At SoFi. Ugh, so weird. Um, oh, this is a good one. We can talk about this one. Anthony Bermudez, think Vela resigns. Ooh, do you think? I think that's a good question. Bam, do you want to jump on that one? Not for top dollar. He... He had that one block, one fantastic game to begin the season off, but he hasn't proven that he deserves top dollar. Ooh, there it is. Um, Tony? Not yet. 
Um, top dollar, not at the moment. If we sign him for it right now, it's not top dollar. If he produces a lot more coming up moving forward, then I say top dollar for the rest of the, whatever his contract is. But at the moment, it, this turn, if we sign him today, it's not top dollar. There we go. I I think we could tam gam something here. Some, some, we could play funny money and get things right. Is is he playing DP level? I mean, he's producing a bit, or he has. Um, it would be really hard to see. I don't know. I know he doesn't want to leave. I think that's pretty certain. If he wanted to, he'd already be negotiating because he can at this point. There's not enough time. He can move on if he wants to at this point. So uh, I think that's good faith right there. If the number's right, he stays. If it's not, he doesn't. Um, it would be nice to have him along for this ride, though. That's for sure. That's for sure. I think he'll resign. Again, the numbers have to be right. That's my prediction. I don't think he's walking away. Wolf says, uh, you guys have brought MLS to the heart of LA of the fans. Uh, let's go. That's our hope. Unless they ban this episode, we'll see how that goes. What's the over and under of us getting a copyright shut down? Because, you know. Oh, it's coming. It's coming. It's absolutely coming. Yeah, I, I'm thinking the same thing. We're going to well, get shut down for fun. Well, technically, yeah, it's MLS and it's LAFC, so we can somewhat get away with it since they're okay with it. Yeah, it's not FIFA, so yeah. That was that. I, I take that with honor that FIFA shut us down for an episode. I think that is awesome. I don't happen all the time, but that that was pretty funny that we crossed the line, right? With FIFA, that is just funny stuff. Uh, yeah. Oh, Mark Lopez brings something interesting. Him says some oh. OCSC kids were throwing stuff at Oakland Roots supporters trying to provoke them during the USL playoff game. Uh, I want us to smash them. Uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, for those of you that have some MLS memories of past years, their striker's Kubo Torres <laughs> of Chivas USA Atlanta like history, right? Play for Atlanta, Atlanta United too. So, yeah, interesting. Um, Bermudez updates on Brian Rodriguez. As far as we know, it was precautionary. That's all we know right now. He's not listed as being injured, so that's that too. Uh, let's see other things that I saw. I think you guys, I think I got you guys covered for this one. Thank you guys for the comments. Y'all rock for doing it, coming out every week, uh, jumping in into our madness. Uh, it's just an honor to share it with all of you guys. So uh, beyond thankful for everything y'all do being a part of this uh as it is tradition uh this is our final comment time i keep making bam lead in so bam i'm not making a lead in this time tony has the honor sir final thoughts um final thoughts um for our open cup predictions we'll probably do that on the or uh, the or the ocean uh orange county uh podcast most likely unless we do a pod on monday we'll see um, but moving forward, yes, it's a tough loss. It's hard. The game is in the past now. As much as they're going to try to bring it up, let's just keep on moving forward and keep our heads straight and win. Let's let's get every position so there's no way they can keep us out. So let's win the U.S. Open Cup. Let's get the Supporter Shield. Let's win the MLS Cup so that way we're guaranteed a ccl spot and the second place can be like we got in on a technicality because we couldn't win anything so 
But on top of that, let's go have some fun. It's Easter. I know it's going to be, it's a mid game. It's going to be fun. Let's have fun with the family. Let's have, let's go hard as well and get a win for us to make it feel, feel better. And that's all I have to say. And an early game at that. So we have time to enjoy the day afterwards. So all good things. Bam. You have the floor, sir. Um, seeing it's good Friday here already. Um, going to go out to the fish and chip shop later, get some dinner. So one thing you guys don't have over there, fish and chip shops. So when you guys come over, I'll definitely take you to one so you can understand what it's all about. Um, looking forward to going on to the Orange County podcast next week. It should be fun. Um, game this, this week's a 6 a.m. Monday morning kickoff for us on ESPN in Australia. So not, not on Bean Sports this week. It's on ESPN. Um, everyone have a safe Easter. Um if you don't celebrate Easter due to faith and all that, have a safe weekend. Just look after each other. Um, go do some stuff. I'll probably be online with Tony over the weekend, playing some COD and all that kind of stuff. Might play some FIFA with Joseph. But everyone just have a safe weekend and let's go get the three points on Monday morning. There's the story, man. Good stuff. Uh, thank you guys, Tony and Bam, for doing what you do. You guys rock keeping this thing all put together and working. Uh, Bam with the amazing uh, video today, supplementing what we were talking about, showing the madness that is MLS VAR. Uh, well done, sir. Well done. Uh, looking beyond it, on my end to all you guys, have an amazing and safe holiday weekend. If you don't see you there, y'all know. Y'all know I love and respect what you guys do. Keep the passion. Don't lose it. Don't lose it. Um, yeah, it's been a tough week. I agree. Thank God a lot of football is going to save us from, from dwelling on it for too long. We don't have time to dwell on it, and that's a good thing. A really good thing. So uh, to all you guys, beyond thankful, uh, ready to see it happen, ready to see it move. Let's get it in the Open Cup. I'll see you guys in the pod as well. I'm going to do my best to be on there too. Should be a lot, a lot of fun. So with tradition, Bam, word of the day? Stay golden. Tony. Stay golden. And for me, to all of you, stay golden, Los Angeles. listening to the heart of lafc make sure to leave us a rating and review on itunes or stitcher shoulder to shoulder the black and gold is taking over